0: It's problem enough in this country that there are millions without health insurance coverage, but even when they do have coverage, doctors often don't know what their patient's copays are, which can have implication for the patient's care. But there's a movement toward evidence-based health plan design that can result in more favorable healthcare outcomes for patients. Welcome to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM Channel 157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japsen, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Jan Berger. She's the Senior Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for CVS Caremark, one of the world's largest drugstore chains, and also operates one of the nation's largest pharmacy benefit companies. Dr. Berger joined Caremark in 1999, and today is a member of the leadership team that sets all clinical strategy for this large and important company. Dr. Jan Berger, welcome to ReachMD.
1: How are you today, Bruce?
0: I'm great. So tell us, Dr. Berger, exactly what is evidence-based health plan design, and I really appreciate you being here because it is such a complicated system, but yet something like evidence-based health plan design is rather simple and it's very important to the doctor-patient relationship. So if you would, could you give us your insight on what exactly this is and how can it help?
1: Absolutely. Well, let's start at the beginning with some foundational information. First of all, payers, and that can be the health plan or an employer. Decide on how much out of pocket or copay that a patient will be paying for certain treatments or medication. So, for example, a mammogram for a woman going in may cost X amount of dollars $50, $100 out of the patient's pocket as their copay, and then the employer or the health plan picks up the rest. In medication management, we know that very often there are two or three levels of copay or out-of-pocket for the patient. So a generic generally costs the least, then certain brands cost a second amount, and other brands may cost a third amount or not even be covered. Historically, it was usually a split for the patient of anywhere from 10 to 30 percent of the total cost came out of the patient's pocket and the remainder coming from the payer. Now we're starting to see some more thought going into this. So how much a patient pays out of their own pocket really may depend on how much good this medication may bring to the patient.
0: So in some areas that physicians do not know and they 're not really paid to know this they 're trying to care for the patient, and they don 't really understand the fact that one patient may come in and have a copay that's might be like thirty or forty dollars that pays for maybe forty percent of the medication, but they also another patient might come in with co insurance where they 're paying for half and so if the physician knew upfront what the financial relationship is, they would be able to make a better call on what to give the patient. Is that pretty much what is happening?
1: Yes, absolutely. And, you know, time and time again, I'm in front of my peers, and I hear from physicians on a regular basis their frustration level around not knowing what a patient is going to pay, and to your point, really not necessarily caring because it can be overwhelming and they could be spending most of their time on that and not on the clinical issues. But the truth is we have to find a way to start having those kind of financial conversations with patients. Otherwise, we are suggesting or ordering tests for them that they never go and fill or get because they can't afford it.
0: So what is a company like CVS Caremark doing? I mean, walk me through this, if you will, either what is going on now or maybe something that's in uh, some early stages of development and perhaps what a physician could do to get some of this information out of a patient, which I know is going to be difficult because doctors always say they are already squeezed on how much time they can have with patients.
1: I think one of the easiest things we can do as physicians and mind you it's not totally easy but it is one of the easiest things we can do is if e prescribing is available to you really embrace it because what happens then is while you have the patient in the examining room with you you can pull up the medication you are considering giving that patient and it will tell you right away what the patient will be paying out of pocket and if there are other alternatives that may be less expensive for them. That way you're not having to do rework later and you can have those honest conversations with patients.
0: And so in the situation with the e-prescribing, is CVS Caremark, are they one of the companies, I know a lot of doctors hear about this a lot, but there are efforts by some companies to provide some incentives for doctors to do this, right? Sometimes the software is available or perhaps the palm pilot could be available from some of the insurance companies to sort of get this rolling. And if doctors do not have these devices, my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong, Dr. Berger, it could be as something as simple as a Palm Pilot or computer where if the patient is with Caremark or Express Scripts or whatever, that they would be able to punch in something and find out right there in front of them what their copay is and what their formulary is set up to do.
1: You are correct, Bruce. And actually, CVS Caremark has taken a leadership role here in two different ways, one of which every single physician within the United States, if they have a computer in their office, can go to something called iscribe.com, and can e-prescribe off their computer at no additional charge to them or the patient whatsoever. And the patient-specific plan and how much they would pay and their formulary in most cases, not all, but in most cases will be available to them there. We've also, in conjunction with Medicare Part D, have offered up to 10,000 physicians around the United States the handheld, as you said, a Palm Pilot-like device, where they can e-prescribe off of that anywhere that they may or may not have the Internet and a large computer. So we have made that available. For those who don't want to e-prescribe, we send to every single one of our covered patients in our PBM, we send to them a list of the drugs and the discounts that they would get or they're out of pocket, and that would include those that are covered by evidence-based plan designs.
0: Well, if you're just joining us, you're listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. I'm Bruce Japson, the healthcare reporter for the Chicago Tribune, and with me today is Dr. Jan Berger. She's the Senior Vice President and Chief Clinical Officer for CVS Caremark, which you all probably know is one of the nation's largest pharmacies and drugstore chains, and as well operates one of the nation's largest pharmacy benefit management companies. And what we are talking about that physicians and patients alike will be encouraged to know, is so-called evidence-based health plan design that actually spurs more of a conversation with the doctor and the patient about how much drugs cost and what the doctor can prescribe within the formula of what the health plan of their patient pays for. And so, doctor, is this in its infancy or if Let's just say you're a patient with that doesn't have health insurance, which, unfortunately, that is still a huge problem in this country. What can the physician do to get the ball rolling on helping a patient work their way through this system?
1: Well, is, you asked the question first about whether or not evidence-based plan design is in its infancy. And I guess it depends on what you consider infancy. There are a number of organizations such as ours, that has had clients, both employers and health plans, that have been working in this evidence-based plan design model. So certain drugs, again, that may meet the standards of care or part of the national guidelines being less expensive than other drugs. And we've been doing that since 1999. We have seen an increase over the last several years due to the publicity that many newspapers like yours, Bruce, have given to companies such as Pitney Bros. and P&G, who have really shown that by decreasing the costs of certain important medications, patients are most more likely to fill those medications and stay on them, which keeps them healthier, as well as costing the United States and the payers less money.
0: And so with these designs and so forth. If, like I said, if there is someone out there as a physician who has a lot of patients who are uninsured and does not have access to, you know, sort of a health plan and a setup with the evidence-based design, what should the physician do to begin spurring a conversation about how much drugs cost and so forth? I mean, it's just something that they need to think about or Is there a way to address this?
1: Yeah, unfortunately, costs are an important piece of the conversation we have to have with our patients. None of us are comfortable with it. We surely are not taught that in medical school. But I would say one way to open this conversation is through the use of generic medications. Generics do cost less than brand drugs, and have gone through the FDA the same way that brand drugs do. And by saying to patients, I do have alternatives for you that may cost you less, it really opens up the conversation about cost. And, in fact, there have been studies that show when physicians open up the cost conversation, patients believe that their physicians care more about them, It increases the trust relationship and increases the outcomes for the patient. I will also tell you, once you have a relationship with your patients, it really makes it more fun, at least it has for me, to practice medicine.
0: Well, the interesting thing, too, on spurring conversations about costs of drugs with their patients, a lot of physicians may not know, and you certainly do, given the client base that Caremark has as some of the nation's largest employers, there probably is an unprecedented number of generic drugs that are available to people with employer-based insurance that are free. I mean, there seems to me that almost every day there are offerings by some employers that people find out about open enrollment time where people can get generic drugs for free.
1: That is correct. We do have a number of clients who, as part of their copay structure or their evidence-based plan design, where, again, this is an important medication for the patient, that they have made generics free, hoping to get patients to look at them seriously as an alternative and to keep them on the medication.
0: I would like to thank Dr. Jan Berger of CBS Caremark, who has been our guest, and we have been discussing evidence-based health plan design and, more broadly, how doctors can spur more conversations with their patients about how much drugs cost, and that, in turn, will help them better adhere to their medication regimens. I'm Bruce Japson of the Chicago Tribune, and you've been listening to Inside Healthcare on ReachMD, XM157, the channel for medical professionals. We welcome your comments and questions through our website at reachmd.com, which now features our entire medical show library, including this show in on-demand podcasts. And I would like to thank you today for listening.